City Discount Tyres. Buy three, get one free on the popular Falcon Wild Peak AT3W all-terrain tyre. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon. Yeah, a lot of club manager, uh, list managers up to mischievous things over the weekend. Apparently, Gibber, the calls uh, non-stop. It's just like day, night, 24-hour cycle. You'd be fascinated by this. Well, I know they're calling the show this morning. Yes, it's non-stop, but we can't take them because we've got more important things to do. Um, <laughs> I'm talking about the you know player managers yep. and, and the club uh, list managers all across the weekend. This is where they try and grind out those deals, get things done. And I know you love it because you were listening to Trade Radio all week. Have I been? You tell me. No, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. No. I, no. Uh, no. Gibber, we do need to talk about it though. There have been a lot of revelations through yep. the week. And uh, I know you love these one, pick swaps. So Adelaide yep. have attained pick 14 from Gold Coast after they got that one from Melbourne. So now they've got 10 and 14. They've offered 14 and McAdam for Harrison Petty, along with that 800K contract, which was rejected by Melbourne. And they're simply just going to hold him to their contract. So... I mean, it's a massive, massive market for a guy like Harrison Petty. It is. And, and sometimes it, it comes down to being in the right place mm. at the right time. We've seen, well, history has shown uh, players getting uh, really good contracts when they're yeah. in demand. Uh, a few years ago, you think of one that comes off the top of my head, um, Port Adelaide. What's his name? Aaliyah? No, went to uh, North <laughs> Melbourne. Polak, Jared Polak. Oh, Polak, yeah, that was uh, awful. Yeah, the wingman, bit yeah. of speed. Uh, he was in, in demand from a few clubs and gets a, an $800,000 contract yeah. and finds himself um, out of the... Wasn't that uh, a disaster? Yeah, so yeah, I mean, th- that's yeah. certainly what happens. But key position players obviously don't grow on trees and, and are in demand. But when uh, I did hear that uh, Harrison Petty, or the Crows were, were really keen and... We're looking to front end his contract and potentially mm. being on a million dollars next year, Tom. I, I nearly uh, drove off the road. I was uh, in shock, but um, yeah, it's a big one. But uh, I can I can see Adelaide's view is that he's twenty three years old and he could actually be a very good key defender in the years to come from now. So, and you see Melbourne also value him because they're, they're short on key players. They're just not playing him where he apparently wants you, to play. You could see him being the highest paid player at the Crows. In the next five years, if he was to come. Is he, would he be? He would be, yeah. On a million dollars a year. Well, say it averages out to 800 though. Okay. So what, that what, would Ra- be. Rankin would be Rankin, in that sort, of, that sort of mold. Stratosphere, Dawson would be close, would he? Dawson might have to take a pay cut to get <laughs> Harrison in. Yeah. Well, structurally, I don't like it as a list management but structure. They, they do need to prioritise their. Keybacks. Keybacks. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. And with the, the Clayton Oliver. Situation mm. that we thought might have played out uh, last week or, or earlier in the week, I think that was the wrong decision to go after a midfielder like that. I would have still prioritised yeah. key defence. The key back. And uh, we disagreed on that because I would have loved to get Clayton Oliver over to the Crows because he, he's a slight point of difference in my eyes, not in yours, Gibber. Uh, I can report, Gibber, from people I've spoken to, that the Crows have finally grown a pair. They're looking to do a, a pick slide with GWS sort of number. The Crows have pick 10, GWS have pick seven. Now there's a thing going on in this year's draft where basically there are the nine top echelon players in the draft. Two of those are being taken by the Suns. 
with their bids. So that leaves seven left. So every club is clamoring to get to that top seven picks. Uh, GWS don't want to give up Lech Aaliyah for Himmelberg. Uh, do you remember Lech Aaliyah when he was in the Sandfall or yeah, not? Yeah, I did. He yeah. played for Central Districts, I yeah. think it was. And yeah, he had a pretty good year. He was... Uh, my first year back in the Sandfall, he was he was playing and uh, yeah had a had a great season at Sandfall. Yeah, Bay. yeah. So Nick Haynes is going to stay, but Adelaide looking to try and wrangle uh, up the draft order with GW, GWS around that Himmelberg deal. Um, also, still they need to get back up for Himmelberg Gibber. The Macadam one that's at a stalemate. Melbourne offered a future second rounder, which probably sounds about right to you, doesn't it? Yep. Yep. No, no, I think, I think that's, I'm oh, sorry. I was just, I'm just trying to think yeah. as we go, Tom, but yeah, I, I think that's, that's yeah. fair. Late, late twenties would yeah. have been my, my guess. Yeah. It'll probably, it'll be tied to Melbourne. So probably be in the thirties, but uh, Crows are adamant on getting a player still. So I think actually if you're Adelaide, if I was Adelaide, if they're that adamant on getting a player, I, I would let Shane, and if they can't, I would just let Shane McAdam walk because the value of what they're going to get for him anyway isn't, you know, it isn't much. He, I mean, he, he does well, – they're saying when he's fit and firing, he's in their best 22. Yeah. I, I, I tend to not agree with that. I think they've got enough pressure forwards with obviously mm. Rankin and Rochelle coming in. Um, yeah. Pedler's been, been playing down there as well. He does – he can show a bit of X, X factor and and, yep. and jump and take some some high marks and and hit the scoreboard. But I think I think with what they've got on their list, I think they can cover him quite easily. Yeah, absolutely, and, and particularly Lockie Golland, who's a really nice grab, similar or one ninety centimeter height, so that hybrid type. Third or fourth tall forward. Yep. So, yeah, they've definitely got him covered. They should just uh, put their foot down and see what happens. While we're on the Crows too, yes. Tom Duday obviously yep. got – the Crows got pick 19 as compensation as yep. a Crows man. Are you happy with that? That's about Absolutely. right. Well, well, Absolutely. Well, they've done well out of that. The, apparently so. Well, they've done well in that uh, the compensation has been inflated because they're basing it around – and you'll love this, Gibber – they're basing it around the CBA and numbers of this year, but the CBA agreement has obviously gone up for next year and beyond, and it'll probably go up, uh, I'm hearing, around 38% over the duration of four or five years or something like that. So players are getting more money, but they're basing the compensation on this year. So, yeah, pick 19 for Tom Duday is quite nice, and Adelaide are going to do something with that. Hey, I want to get your thoughts on uh, Sam McClure. So adamant every week that Harley Reid, who's touted to be the number one pick, uh, does not want to go to West Coast. Uh, he's jumped on Perth Radio during the week and said a couple of things. This is one of them uh, rebutting that. I've I've spoke about it like I've I've never like I've never even even said it to anyone that I've never wanted to go at all. Like I've just always like I haven't even spoke about like with family in the last couple last couple of weeks I've actually had that conversation and like mate I'm open. Mm-hmm. They they take me at one. I'll be going a heartbeat. Like yep. yeah. Like I'd happily happily go and yeah. There was another one where he said I would love to live in Perth. I think Perth's got so much to offer. So, do you think that just puts that to bed, Bryce? Well, I, th- I think it does. It is, mm. You can't. It's crystal clear in yeah. my eyes. Whether he whether he wants to be there long term, say I'm talking going to Perth and being in Perth yeah. longer term, we, we don't know. But it sounds like if 
West Coast have pick one and they pick him, he will be happy to go there. Yeah. And so he should. You nominate for the draft. You put your, your hat in the ring you, to say that I will go whoever, wherever, who, and whoever yeah. gives me the opportunity to play at the highest level. And, yeah, you should go and give it. Yeah, absolute all. Yeah, I, I don't like the uh, slight manipulation that some of the top draftees are start, starting to kind of dictate a little bit where they might go by saying, if you if you pick me, I'm just going to head out the door straight afterwards. I know uh, Archie Perkins did that with all the interstate clubs, and I hate that because it, it sort of compromises the draft. So sticking with the draft now, North Melbourne uh, are chasing West Coast's pick one for – Obviously, uh, Harley Reid, uh, they're looking at. They've offered a bunch of crap, though, basically picks 15, 18, 17, all really late first rounders, which, I mean, if you're West Coast, it's that's such a waste of their time. Yeah, the only way you'd, you'd look at it is if you do something similar to North Melbourne with the, the Jason mm. Horn Francis, try and get, you know, two, three, four, those sort of picks yeah. in if you're giving up your first round pick. Yeah. And obviously, the... The prized pick, and if you're going to give it up, you should be receiving some some pretty good picks in return. And, yeah, a bunch yeah. of late first-round picks, I don't think it's going to cut it for mine. Because well, the, the talent is all in that top sort of 7 to 10 at, at the very top. So West Coast won't consider that unless pick two is involved, and that assures them of this player from WA. His name's Daniel Curtin, and he's 195 centimetre key position, key back mainly. And then uh, another pick inside the top eight, and then they then West Coast would listen. But um, otherwise, it's a waste of time. The Bombers, Kibber, they've been quite busy. They've had McKay. They've gotten Gresham yesterday, just at the, the death bell of the free agency period, and they are paying Gresham 700K to ignite that start of second round pick for St Kilda. So they were happy to let him go to the Saints. And obviously they're working on the Dersma deal with Port Adelaide around. around that should get done around Brandon Zirk Thatcher. But do you think those pr- three players, Gibber, Gresham, McKay and Dersma, can have an Im- immediate impact at the Bombers? No doubt. No, no doubt, doubt. Yeah. I, I actually quite like what they're doing here. Mm. And we saw them jump significantly this year under yeah. Brad Scott. he's uh, I think he's done extremely well mm. after only having a year at the helm. And to add guys like Gresham, McKay, Dersma, Gresham's 25, Ben McKay's 25, Dersma's 23. So from an age profile, yeah. perfect. In the next five to six years, have got their best footy ahead of them. Uh, Gresham's 136 games, 136 goals. So we, we all know yeah. what he's capable of. And he's played some unbelievable games mm. for St Kilda. Been a little bit inconsistent at times, but that's what he might need yeah. at this stage of his career. A, a fresh fresh environment, fresh mm. uh, fresh outlook. Uh, might have a new role. Um, a little bit more midfield time, I, do you I think? I would have thought so. I would have yeah. thought so. He's got a bit of speed, Gresham. So he's a slight point of difference. He does. Mid forward or forward mid that uh, can hit the scoreboard. Yeah. Uh, ben Mackay, 71 games. So obviously he's had a lot yeah. of injury worries, uh, but he he's your staple fullback for, mm. for the next, you know, eight years really, if he, if he yep. can get his body right. Uh, and Dersma, we've shown, we've seen his glimpses and, and he's, his was 
probably underperformed a little bit yes. in his career to date. He, he was in the you know the Zach Butters, Connor Rosie. He was sort of t- with with those guys. He was going to be the next one to to take his footy to the next level. We, mm. We've seen some really good signs. He is through his seventy three games, kicked thirty three goals as well. So he has been able to hit the scoreboard, whether that's at half forward or on the wing. But I just think those three players coming into what will be a second year under Brad Scott, that that footy club, mm. I, I think they can they can certainly only help, and they'll uh, I think they fit into that mix yep. really well. Yeah, I actually agree with you there, and and the best thing for Essendon is they're getting them for well two of them for nothing through through free agency, so they're definitely going to improve Essendon, and that, and they could be definitely considered for finals next year. Is there anything that caught your eye, Gibber, from your list or shall we move on? Uh, so the, 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 other, the other one that did surprise me was the Taylor Adams yeah, yeah. Uh, request trade. And he rang them early that yeah. week. He In grand final week, he rang Sydney and apparently rang uh, Sydney weren't the only ones. So something uh, struck there for him. So whether, I mean, you, you wouldn't think it'd be for not getting picked for the grand final, obviously under an mm. injury cloud leading into it. But obviously a big call. He would have been absolutely devastated to, to miss. There's yeah. no doubt about that. But would he have that been the catalyst yeah. to him picking up the phone? You, you wouldn't think so. It might be. You wouldn't think so. Yeah. One thing he wasn't happy about is he wanted his fitness test to happen yep. late in the week yeah, they and they him, made him do they, it early. They ruled him out on Wednesday. That, that's, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you can be you can be pissed off about that. There's yeah. no doubt about that. Whether he wanted to spend more midfield, uh, spend more time yeah. in midfield, them getting Tom Mitchell in. He's yeah. that inside centre square mid. Can't really play any other position. So he probably robbed him of some minutes through being just a pure centre bounce mid. Mm. And obviously uh, really good mates with Brody Grundy, who obviously we know has made the move to Sydney as well. So no doubt they would have chatted at some stage and been like, well, if you're going to go, Let's do I'm it. Happy to, happy to come with you. So that was just the only other surprise how yeah. that all unfolded, but certainly uh, a great get for the Sydney Swans. Yeah, love that from Sydney. They're, they're midfield now with uh, Errol Golden and Taylor Adams doing some of that m- more inside work, and they've obviously promised him a full-time midfield role. So Sydney are another side who are really – uh, sharpening up this trade period, and they're, they're going to be bouncing back next year, well, I believe. Traditionally, haven't been too involved. In no, the trade well, they love period. a big fish, though, don't they? they? They get one or two big ones, and yeah, they love a big fish, and they don't like to give up much if if someone's out of contract. I remember that tip at one they offered. A They've had pick plenty of good ones come through the the Sydney Academy. Over, oh my over God. the last few years, so that's probably kept them going. Yeah, and not needed to uh, hit yeah. the trade table, but yeah, they've had a lot uh, of good draft. They'll be good again next year. Yeah, Braden Campbell, another one who can uh, take the next step next year. Gibber, let's get to a break. Uh, we're coming to you live from Studio Lumo at Number One King William Street, powered by Lumo Energy SA. It's sixteen minutes past ten.